Prologue and Dramatis Personae of She Stoops to Conquer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. She Stoops to Conquer, or The Mistakes of a Knight, a Comedy, by Oliver Goldsmith. To Samuel Johnson, LLD. Dear Sir, by inscribing this slight performance to you, I do not mean so much to compliment you as myself. It may do me some honor to inform the public that I have lived many years in intimacy with you. It may serve the interests of mankind also to inform them that the greatest wit may be found in a character, without impairing the most unaffected piety. I have, particularly, reason to thank you for your partiality to this performance. The undertaking a comedy, not merely sentimental, was very dangerous, and Mr. Coleman, who saw this piece in its various stages, always thought it so. However, I ventured to trust it to the public, and, though it was necessarily delayed till late in the season, I have every reason to be grateful. I am, dear sir, your most sincere friend and admirer, Oliver Goldsmith. Prologue by David Garrick, Esquire Enter Mr. Woodward, dressed in black, and holding a handkerchief to his eyes. Excuse me, sirs, I pray, I can't yet speak. I'm crying now, and have been all the week. Tis not alone this morning's suit, good masters. I've that within, for which there are no plasters. Pray, would you know the reason why I'm crying? The comic muse, long sick, is now a-dying. And if she goes, my tears will never stop. For as a player I cannot squeeze out one drop. I am undone, that's all, shall lose my bread. I'd rather, but that's nothing, lose my head. When the sweet maid is laid upon the bier, Shooter and I shall be chief mourners here. To her a mawkish drab of spurious breed, Who deals in sentimentals, will succeed. Poor Ned and I are dread to all intents, We can as soon speak Greek as sentiments both nervous grown to keep our spirits up, we now and then take down our hearty cup. What shall we do, if comedy forsake us? They'll turn us out, and no one else will take us. But why can't I be moral? Let me try. My heart thus pressing, fixed my face and eye, with a sententious look, that's nothing means. Faces are blocks in sentimental scenes. Thus I begin, all is not gold that glitters, Pleasure seems sweet, but proves a glass of bitters. When ignorance enters, folly is at hand. Learning is better far than house and land. Let not your virtue trip, who trips may stumble, and virtue is not virtue if she tumble. I give it up. Morals won't do for me. To make you laugh I must play tragedy. One hope remains, hearing the maid was ill. A doctor comes this night to show his skill to cheer her heart and give your muscles motion he in five draughts prepared presents a potion a kind of magic charm for be assured if you will swallow it the maid is cured but desperate the doctor and her case is if you reject the dose and make wry faces this truth he boasts will boast it while he lives no poisonous drugs are mixed in what he gives should he succeed you'll give him his degree if not, within he will receive no fee. The college, you, must his pretensions back. Pronounce him regular, or dub him quack. 
Dramatis Personae. Hardcastle. Read by Bob Neufeld. Sir Charles Marlowe. Read by David Lawrence. Marlowe. Read by Lambda. Hastings. Read by Brett Downey. Tony Lumpkin. Read by Todd. Mrs. Hardcastle. Read by Avaii. Miss Hardcastle. Read by Arielle Lipshaw. Miss Neville. Read by Charlotte Duckett. First Fellow. First Servant. Read by Draconis. Second Fellow. Second Servant. And Jeremy. Read by Texavi. Third Fellow. Third Servant. Roger. Read by Joseph Abel. Fourth Fellow. And Diggory. Read by Algie Pug. The Landlord. Read by David Williams. The Maid. Read by Amanda Friday. Servant. Read by Elizabeth Clatt. The Role of Mr. Woodward. Read by David Williams. Stage Directions. Read by Laurie Ann Walden. End of Prologue and Dramatis Personae.